Coming up today on Locked On at Texas Tech, the Mark Adams suspension and a ticking clock next on Locked On Texas Tech. You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're going to start this thing off right. Everything runs through Lubbock. Great to see you again on Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making us your first listen on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. With the only Chris Level, I'm Casey Cowan. And as the clock ticks, as the world turns, we wait for clarity. Of course, you probably know by now, if you're a Red Raider fan, not one just you know recently emerging from under a boulder uh, or a cavern or a coma of some kind, Texas Tech is suspended head men's basketball coach Mark Adams due uh, to allegations of racial insensitivity uh, in invoking uh, Bible scripture. So catch up on that if you missed the episode from yesterday. But as we sit here today, Chris, coming to you later uh, on Monday, because there was obviously some anticipation of at any minute today, some clarity being added because of so many interesting timeline benchmarks that were kind of crossing as the hours go by, we're having this conversation afternoon on Monday. We've got a practice scheduled this afternoon. We've got a flight leaving for a conference tournament tomorrow morning. Conference tournaments come with media obligations. So there's so many things out there that we're kind of checking off here so far without much clarity publicly. Doesn't mean that what's going on behind the scenes obviously doesn't offer some more. But I think that's been one of the more interesting things to kind of witness here. Uh, is just the vagueness of what the plan is for some immediate obligations uh, playing out as you get into conference tournament week. Yeah, you, you're just kind of, you know, you're just waiting for, uh, and, and again, I, I say the, the the general public or the fan base just kind of uh, waiting to see kind of what direction the university decides to go here. But I think your point is, is that business continues. I mean, typical for the team to uh, arrive in in Kansas city, either two days or one day before their first game. Um, Yeah. I think that, you know, there there's, I I don't know specifically what I might, my guess would be, there would be some, you know, obligations for uh, the the head coach uh, to, you know, speak to, uh, the, the media about the game and, and all those kinds of things. And so, but you're not, you know, as, as we're sitting here talking, you're just not real sure who that will be. And that, that kind of creates the awkwardness of, of us sitting here right now. Cause you're just not, you know, and th- there's obviously preparation that leads to, to these games and things like that. And you're just not real sure who's right. in charge. And, and I'm only left to, to, speculate which is a tricky word and and i that's that but that's really all we can do is that the i guess the i'm just taking the the release uh sent out by uh texas tech and west bloomquist yesterday that that indicated that there would be an investigation and and like a looking into kind of what all has gone on here i'm i'm only left to guess that that is still continuing as we sit here and talk otherwise you would have resolution you know that's I think that's uh, those are somewhat easy dots to connect, but maybe we're off base. But uh, in the meantime, though, you do have a game at, at six o'clock and on Wednesday night uh, and against a really good West Virginia team that's likely an NCAA tournament team. So 
how much will change uh, between now and then? What is the public told? I, I just, I really don't know, Casey. I, I don't, but yeah, I mean, I, I think we both have similar questions to a lot of the folks that they may be watching this or they're just, just part of the tech fan base in general that are, that have uh, interest in this program. Yeah. And of course there is a larger picture here to be considered than just, I think this most recent uh, instance of disgruntlement or what is being investigated or uh, an inquiry is being involved in. There's a different feeling with those two words. I couldn't remember. Was it an investigation or an inquiry? An inquiry sounds like a little more British, a little nicer, like they just come with a billy club and, and not that a pistol. May be, yeah, that know. may be the correct word. Uh, investigation yeah. seems a little more hard-hitting. I don't know, but yeah. either way, they're asking questions. And I touched on, on yesterday's show the thought of a season that has generally featured disgruntlement probably leading to uh, not a very rosy picture being painted by those principals involved in the season. Even if you're just asking a singular question about, hey, what happened with this particular incident, you're likely to get a different kind of picture painted at large given the season you had uh, in the rear view now versus if you had a really successful one. I think that's just human nature, and we could probably all understand it. That's the way that I ran it down yesterday, and I would imagine that's the way that it's very likely playing out, Chris. And that's the bigger picture that I think is really interesting that maybe some have not kept up with or, or wanted to pay any mind to, and that, that's totally fine as well. Sometimes I just like watching the ball bounce and thinking, well, I'm rooting for these guys in this colored shirt, even if I don't know who they're, what their name is or what the backstory is. That's fine too. Uh, but there is also more at play throughout the season. I, I used the word, I think, uh, turmoil on yesterday's show. Below the surface, above the surface, uh, it was always there to some extent, Chris. And I don't know... At the end of the day, what is ground zero for like blame to be cast? But I know that there are many Locked on Texas Tech viewers and listeners uh, that have been commenting on YouTube or otherwise um, who have been asking questions about, you know, is this a convenient avenue towards a resolution that was uh, desired to begin with anyway? Where does this piece fit into it? And I think there are some who are not really, you know, in touch with that that bigger picture possibly Chris that are seeing this singular incident as a tech fan and wondering what you, this is going to terminate a guy really without hard evidence to the contrary to suggest that really there was some overt like oppression exerted or really harsh intentional racial insensitivity. I think a lot of fans would be like, what a, a, a Bible verse invoked or something to try to teach a lesson. And you know, now the sky's falling, but that's probably because maybe you haven't followed all along like some have some general turmoil that's been around the program. And I think for all those who are asking out there among Locked On Texas Tech viewers or listeners about how this fits in, I would certainly say it is only a piece. I don't even know if it's the key piece or the biggest piece, but it's a piece to what has been a tumultuous season on and off the floor. Correct me where I'm, I'm going wrong on, on painting that picture or where you agree or disagree. Well, and you were right. It was inquiry. It was an investigation. So I, I, <laughs> I, sit, I sit corrected. I went back and, and looked, yeah, looked up the – yeah, that's, that's just my fault on the, on the wrong I word. Um, I, but but this is, this is uh, I, I think, everything that you're talking about here on the floor, off the floor, whatever anybody thinks has happened – I mean, pe people can read social media. You can believe what you want. Um, th there's a lot that's been out there, and but but this is typically what happens with losing. 
and and if you're winning you don't really hear a whole lot and when you're when you're losing there's all kinds of things out there who knows how much of what is out there or has been out there or whatever because uh, you can go back to the issue with uh, Fardaws back in December, maybe, I guess it was. And if he's getting in the portal, if he's not, you know, who knows what, how that really played out, um, you know. And, and, and But again, it all just comes back to you just not winning enough games and people get frustrated and, and fans do, players do. Uh, but uh that that's just part of the of the territory when you get to this level is that pe- people are unhappy with the the outcomes plural and so th- then they get a, a little more vocal i guess is the best yeah, way sure. yeah and i think we we've all we've all seen that uh i've seen plenty out there i some of which i'm like i didn't know that or is that true you know i mean and and so i just think that unfortunately if if you're if cuz so much of what is is been said or written or speculated on, so much of that would have been the case last year, and you didn't really hear any anything about that, right? Right. <laughs> right. What, what's the difference? I heard about it at the local watering hole, but it wasn't smattered all over. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, but but yeah. but what's the difference is that you know you you won a lot of games last year and and, and all that, so you know pe- people like like winning. So I just. Again, the inquiry, uh, it, it may be, you know, f- for all we know, it, it could be about a lot of things. It could be about this. But I, I, that, that's I have no way of, of knowing how how broad uh, something like this uh, would go. And I didn't know anything about the alleged uh, spitting incident that that Jeff Goodman, I guess, re- reported on. That, that was news to me. And are, are there other things like that? I mean, are they looking into that as well? Who knows, you know? Uh, but I, I'd be willing to bet that's what is taking that is what is taking some time here. And I think if you're Kirby Hokut and, and the rest of the, the school and the stakeholders, you have to be crystal clear about what has happened. And I, I think that right, wrong, or indifferent, in, in 2023 – the players will largely decide kind of how this thing proceeds. Mostly been the precedent elsewhere. Yeah. I mean, that's just kind of, that's just kind of how it goes. And, you know, the, the only really one, and there may have been others and I, I could have missed it, but I saw Davion Harmon, you know, post something, Hey, we're going to be good. You know, appreciate everybody checking on us or love everybody or whatever it was. And, <laughs> but, but I, but I, I think it, it it's, it's interesting that, you haven't seen more from them and maybe it's because they don't want to say anything. Maybe they were told, Hey, let's not say anything, but because in a lot of these instances, you you see a lot of players kind of say, no, here's what is right out there. Here's what's wrong out there. Here's what, here's the facts or, or, or untruths that have been said about, but it's kind of, and that's so again, you're just kind of left to, uh, I hate to use the word speculate, but just kind of, but, but they, you know, I, I guarantee you, they are the main focus of the inquiry uh, of, of the, the leadership at Texas tech and kind of what they convey on, on what, or what, what didn't happen uh, or, or when it happened or, or how many times th- I mean, th- that's, that's up to, to them. But in, in the meanwhile, Mark is, um, you know, Mark was, you know, 
caught in a in a weird spot, I guess, last week, and 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 here we go, you know. So off to the races, and very difficult uh, from a leadership perspective, I'm sure, to want to really center some things around the experience of the student athletes. Uh, by the same token, uh, trying to be measured in response and not be at the mercy of said student athletes entirely. Obviously, there's a balance that's got to be struck. Hopefully, that's what they're doing. Um, I think the questions, though, again, from Locked On Texas Tech viewers or listeners about the bigger picture uh, are appropriate in this instance. I know there's many of you that have been following it very, very closely, uh, like so many of us have, uh, with this similar sickness we call Texas Tech fandom. So it's good to have some company in that regard. Chris, there is also the matter of seven million dollars but first today's episode brought to you by built bar you're looking for a delicious treat but you're not looking for all the fat all the calories i got what you need it's built bar what makes them so good for starters covered in 100 real chocolate you got it real chocolate and they come in unbelievably delicious flavors like churro peanut butter brownie or coconut almond not sure how they do it but they taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros and what's even better they're good for you only 130 calories and four grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein even better now not only can you get them at builtbar.com but you can get them at your nearest walmart your nearest sam's club get there today and get in on something that tastes great and is great for you you can thank me later after you've tried your first built bar chris there is also the matter of seven million dollars we would be fools in big business like this to not consider contract implications, right? With cause, without cause. Terminations in one category or the other are very, very different experiences. And I think there was good reason to believe that as of late this morning, there was still very much you know, decision-making to be done as to what the ultimate resolution was going to look like. But I would also have some inclination to believe that when the decision is made, there's still got to be a period of time one way or another to cross every T, dot every I, and then go back and do it again because we are talking about massive amounts uh, of money being at stake here for either party if there is ever to be some separation. So I, I think maybe some of us are also expecting maybe we know the resolution or have an inkling of how this is going to go, but we're wondering about the timeline, and you better be considering those legal aspects of it as well. Uh, when thinking about those type of things. Yeah, and, the, and these are this is where it gets awkward to talk about just because you're talking about people's livelihoods and everything like that. But there's plenty of people and people that that that, uh, you know, write about this stuff nationally that have, you know, heavily speculated that, you know, Mark won't coach here anymore based on what has happened. And whether that's trying to apply pressure to Texas Tech or just their opinion or uh, what, whatever it is, but the, you know, and then there's plenty of people that there's, doesn't seem to be much middle ground. Uh, I guess it's like, right. I, I think, is that fair to say it, it, it's either you're in the camp of how, how I can't believe this has happened. He'll never coach again, or I cannot believe he's in trouble for this. You know, that's kind of, you know, the, the, the two camps. And again, I, I think it's just important for us to know, I, or me specifically, I, I don't know what all went on here. I don't know how much other went on here. And I, you know, that that's, so we're, we're only left to, to, re, you know, go off of the release that was sent out. But I, I do think that to your point, he is under contract. Uh, he's got several years left on his contract. And I think 
you know, there, there's a lot of legalities that you've got, uh, you know, the way that the contract is stated and written, and then you've got people's uh, opinions and, and all that. And somewhere there's got to be a, a sweet spot to where you figure out how to proceed here. And I mean, I, I, I as I said uh, to you when we first talked about this, that I think all options are still on the table. And I still believe that. I think that you're not going to have a hard time convincing me that he, you know, that the option A, B, C, or D, and, and you know, that, hey, you could sell me on any of those. Um, I do think because each, each option comes with something, you know, like if he were to be reinstated, I, I think that, you know, people would want to know, from the player or from the players or from the head coach, you know, kind of, can we clarify, can we make everybody understand what, what, what went on? Um, and so everybody can kind of somewhat be not okay, but somewhat, you know, closure. Yeah, yeah, ex exactly. exactly. I, I, th I think that's, together. I think that's, that's, that's well said. And so honey, why'd you uh, slap me in the face? I'm going to need to know if we're going to continue, <laughs> you know, or, uh, the allegations. I mean, why were they yeah. uh, rooted in, in what they were rooted in? Look, I here's something I've, I've been trying to consider, Chris, because there's so many, and I said this yesterday, so many layers to this stinky onion, uh, however you process it. The bigger picture of the season, general disgruntlement because of either competitive issues, off-the-floor issues, disgruntlement between player in leadership or booster yeah. in leadership or administrator in leadership or leadership in leadership. I there's so many things to consider as this season has gone along. It has truly been a twisting, grinding, and bending uh, kind of experience for Texas Tech basketball this year. There's no doubt about that. But I have a hard time, and it's just my pure speculation. I have a very, very hard time seeing how uh, Mark Adams is the head coach of the next basketball game that Texas Tech is going to play to open up the Big 12 tournament. I have a very hard time seeing how Mark Adams continues on as the leader of the program. Again, only my speculation but it doesn't have very much to do or hardly any at all because I'm really not rendering a judgment as to the appropriateness of that outcome or not, uh, the fairness or unfairness. We're talking business, by the way, so I don't know if fairness should even play into it. Um, but I really just feel like the, the, the layer we have to consider there is the salesman aspect of this all, the recruiting aspect of this all, what the job actually does require. And to some extent, that, I think, right or wrong, fair or unfair, has been almost <laughs> irreversibly stained. Like, it's only those who are going to know Mark Adams personally, I guess, uh, that will be able to, to have any defense in this court of public opinion. And that could be an unfortunate outcome if it is um, unfairly executed or unjustly executed. But I feel like that's the reality that we're living in. And I, I don't know if it's right or wrong, but there's an aspect of this of, how are you, if we were to remain, you know, together, how are you to then go out and execute your job to the best of your ability as a salesman or, you know, uh, flag bearer of Texas Tech University? I, I think we're naive or foolish to leave that part out. We mentioned it yesterday. Yeah, and I, and I think that's a very extremely fair point. Um, how, how do you How do you recruit? This is 2023, and I think – uh, I think it would be very difficult to to sell your program with some of this hanging over you. 
unless there's closure and context offered up and, and, and people are like, okay, that makes sense or, or whatever. And not that everybody would need to, but, but what, with what we know now, I think it would be extremely difficult to, to go, go sell your program and, and recruit under these circumstances. Um, and again, that that's my opinion. I know you, you've offered the same thing uh, just because, and, and like I, I knew, I think it was a bit, a bit of a different example, but there was a, a high-profile prospect uh, that I think was committed to Creighton named Ty Ty Washington uh, back uh, when Greg McDermott uh, made made some comments, and he ended up, I think, changing his commitment based on whether that was directly related or not. I have no idea, but you know, Creighton has obviously uh, been been really good and all that. Whenever all that happened, and I'm not trying to compare this scenario is just just so much and I'm comparing that some things at these schools it does affect recruiting I guess is my is my point and um but I but I, I think that that's really what college football and college basketball is it's all about the players it's all about recruiting it's all about that's why you build the womble uh to attract high profile kids that are quality humans that play that are good at, at basketball. And um, I think that's the, the area that you're, you're worried about student athletes and everything like that, but you're worried about luring student athletes or, or recruiting them and, and all that. And I, you know, I, I do think that with what we know now, and again, th- there'll be some sort of closure here. So, but sure. we're just in the midst, we're in the in-between, which is why it, it, it just is 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 kind of a bunch of speculation from our standpoint, but I, I do think without closure, yeah, that that's where it would be difficult to recruit. But that's with what we know, and I'm sure there's plenty that we don't. Uh, but because uh, here's the other timeline, Cowan, is that the portal opens up, the portal window opens up March the thirteenth. If you look at your if you look at your calendar. You know, that's a week away from today. And at that point, anybody that wants to enter the portal, they can. And there's, a, I think, a 40, 60-day window, whatever it is, for, for basketball. I think it goes from, from March 13th maybe until a few weeks into May. So it must be 60 uh, for, for basketball. But point is, you, you know, while, while we don't know anything now, I bet we start to get some sense of what is going on here rather soon just because of of that date if anything because what's to stop anybody from getting in the portal like I don't really know who my head coach is is you know what what direction they're going I mean all that and I, I've got to worry about me you know that kind of thing so yeah the clock uh, is just, ticking yeah I mean I just offer that up just to give people an idea that that's why and again I think that if if Kirby and his folks the inquiry I, I apologize again for using investigation because you're right <laughs> investigation it sounds it so much it sounds so much harsher than the inquiry know. and I didn't mean to do that I thought more Mary Poppins than uh, <laughs> yeah. you know like uh, Kojak or whatever but that's why they have to be like they have to have all the info you know they have to have all the info from all all parties and and there's you know, like I said yesterday when we were visiting, there, there's a lot of people working over at men's basketball. There's a lot of quality people over there. And I'm sure you at least owe them, all of them, you know, a say in kind of, well, how, how have you seen or heard, have what you're dealing with or who who knows 
the line of, of questions that everybody's getting, but you need the, the totality of everything before you can make a, a decision. So um, I guess we are just in the midst of that right now. Uh, would expect uh, some resolution, at least for the meantime, uh, to be coming sooner rather than later. And then, of course, we'll continue to have a fluid situation. Uh, I would imagine, as Chris mentions, the transfer portal window and so many things to consider anyway, just on the heels of the kind of season uh, that you had, much less with things added as we uh, get nearer to the off season. Sand through the hourglass, my friend. These are the days of our Texas Tech lives going on. At least uh, me and you, simpatico, for about a decade and a half now. You know, I remember you back in 2009 sitting on a table at United Supermarkets Arena broadcasting. Somebody comes up. Hey, you guys heard anything about a guy getting locked in a closet? What? <laughs> Here we are, buddy. 2023 and uh, always continues Robert. to be compelling. Have I ever told you that the, that it's funny you said? Have you ever told you that story of uh, so Robert Giovanetti and I are hosting the Mike Leach Show? But first, today's episode brought to you by America's number one sports book, FanDuel. And now is the perfect time to download the FanDuel app, become a new customer because new customers get that no sweat first bet up to 1000 bucks. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't hit so just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app today safe secure and super easy to use then you can bet on everything from the money line point scores three points drained if basketball is your thing or all points in between underwater basket weaving anyone FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with that <laughs> same game parlay so don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on that's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more and make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Have I ever told you that, that, that it's funny you said, have you ever told you that story of, uh, so Robert Giovanetti and I are hosting the Mike Leach show in, in, this, in this deal, uh, like at this time. Yeah. We are going to, to tape the the show that's going to air i think before the bowl game versus michigan state we're going to tape it with mike leach we're going to do it in the afternoon over at ruby tequilas remember across the street from the uh the football oh, yeah. building and i remember okay. the march madness special extra shot of that ruby <laughs> tequila. There, there you go yeah. there you go and we were going to tape and it was going to be like at 2 30 one afternoon and we were going to tape it as a live show and all that because the way travel schedules were and the team was getting out of town much earlier mm -hmm. than that shocker for for a taping mike shows up a bit later and uh he's like well sorry i'm late i was dealing with some malcontents and i had a, i had a meeting about it and and all that so i apologize for being late so we we taped this whole show and again mind you i have no idea what has gone on what is going on he had just come from a meeting with i think the his bosses about adam james i knew nothing of it nothing about it and then Giovanetti and I were like, you know, that, that show obviously never aired. I don't know if there's a copy of it somewhere, but it never obviously aired because he was no longer the head coach a matter of, I guess, days or whatever after that. We probably and missed I, some great leechisms we, we were uh, robbed of. Very, very possibly. But it, it's just, that episode. <laughs> yeah, no, none of us ever know everything that goes on. But, I mean, I was just oh. like when I was sitting there and, I mean, it's a couple of days later, I'm like, well, I guess now I know how he was a bit late that day. Uh, and now I know why he used the term malcontent. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it, and now I, know I got a little sweet tea on the floors. I pour <laughs> one out for the pirate. 
yeah, but yeah these are the days of our texas tech lives man yeah yeah never a dull uh, moment yeah some someday we need to do uh we need to do some shows on oh, i'm trying to think man uh billy clyde you got matt wallerstedt uh you got chad glasgow, chad glasgow. <laughs> <James> <laughs> we, Willis. Yeah, yes, yes. Uh some of these shows that have to be aired at a certain, you know, yeah, time of night. There, there's there's a lot time. of uh there's a lot that is going on here, but uh that's just you know, again, that's just kind of part of the the business or the or college athletics, man. Yep. And you you, know, you deal with a lot of money and you deal with a lot of pressure and people come, people go, and people switch jobs a lot, and that's just part of it. But anyway. Hang with us. Not our first Red Raider rodeo, <laughs> unfortunately. Been through it a time or two. Yeah. Glad to be going uh, through it with you out there all across Locked On Texas Tech Nation. So thanks for joining us on uh, YouTube or anywhere you're getting podcasts, making us your first listen. What's next? Stay tuned to find out. For the only Chris Level, I'm Casey Cowan. Thanks for joining us again on Locked On Texas Tech.